Hello and welcome to episode 91. I was going to say what it was in Spanish, but I don't even know. Ne ochenta, nonenta, nonci. I don't know. 91 in American. Motherfuckers. <coughs> All right. Well, happy everything. Um, the world is on fire. Well, Amer- the United States. Everything else is fine. Everything's fine here. Move along. Nothing to see here. But that's all right. That's not what we're here to talk about, are we? No. This is a Led Zeppelin podcast. We're going to talk about Led Zeppelin. And today's focus is June 26th, 1977. The uh, penultimate night of the epic legendary five-night run at the L.A. Forum in 77, the run of shows which has given us Listen to This, Eddie, and For Badge Holders Only, taped by the beautiful, wonderful St. Mike Millard. Um, I'm not sure if this show was uh, particularly, but it's a great run. It's an epic run. Um, and the kind of the high watermark, one of the many, f- many high watermarks of the 1977 tour. Um, if you've, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I have made a tremendous change in my opinion of the 77 tour. Uh, a lot of it, I, a lot of it, I still stand by. I mean, the Led Zeppelin of 73, 72, 71, that beautiful, unbelievably tight, super intense turn on a dime brilliance is uh in the rearview mirror a lot of the time and what you have is bombast and force and majesty power mystery and the hammer of the gods and um this show i listened to it the other day i was hanging out in the dogs of doom discord and dogs of doom is the uh, led zeppelin fan group that has been liberating and discovering all of these shows that have come out, Sheffield and, uh, what, Philly, I think, or something. They, they were able to parse out which shows, Buffalo or something. Uh, they've done, um, aside from putting out Badge Holder Blues, that 77 tour video, um, and making many others that are coming out soon, including the 75 tour one, which is out, um, I think it's supposed to be at the end of this month. I don't know, whatever. Um, they also spend a whole lot of time just listening to shows and shows and shows and discussing. And I don't have the time or the wherewithal. It's more the wherewithal. My days of like going, I'm going to listen to five Led Zeppelin shows in a row in a quiet room with headphones, very, very focused. They're long gone. However, what I did do is they were talking about this particular show and how it's underrated and how it has a great... Since I've Been Loving You, which it does, and how it has a great no quarter, which it does, and um, it got me jazzed, and I grabbed it, and I started listening to it, and I did the old thing like you're supposed to do with Led Zeppelin, is I got stoned, I put on headphones, and listened to the show start to finish as, you know, as basically as I was playing a a game, I was playing Civilization V, and... uh, was gaming while listening to the show and man it is awesome 
And one of the things that somebody said was it's like it's like 1973 Jimmy made a visit. And here and there, that's true. Definitely in no quarter. It sounds like 1973 Jimmy again, which is nice to have that fluidity and that clarity of mind. Um, and my God, on top of the 1977 uh, bombast, uh, 1977 Led Zeppelin reminds me of like uh, the glory days of baseball with the during the steroid years, the Mark McGuire and, you know, all these giant muscle bound fucks just hitting stuff out of the park, bleeding from their eyes, growling like werewolves and just um, smashing and destroying records. And, uh, oh, my God, I can't think of the pitcher's name. Roger Clemens, you know, some guy in his 40s who's built like Arnold back in the 70s, still just throwing fastballs. I think that's right. I know nothing of sports, so if that's a wrong analogy, I apologize. But that's what 77 Zeppelin seems like. There's something there's something off about it. It's not so much the spontaneity as the let's do this and let's just fucking rock their faces off. And if we're fucked up and we're not playing great tonight, let's play loud. And after three hours, nobody's going to fucking know. And this doesn't sound like that to me. Even the... Um, even the the listen to this Eddie and the badge holders only, which is June twenty first and twenty third, respectively, of this run in seventy seven, aren't on my constant rotation because I think there's something about the vibe. I think I think what puts me off of seventy seven, aside from the tone of Jimmy's guitar and the tone of of jonesy's alembic bass which is a little trebly and bunk 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 for me um which i guess was not the case in the arena i guess it were monstrous subwoofers and the bass was insanely good but even mike millard's mics at the time you know couldn't pick up that low under 60 hertz rumble you know that's hard to do because the waveform itself is feet long so we don't get that sound, and because of that, we don't get that sound. Jonesy sounds a little tinny, and, you know, I miss his Fender sound. Um, but, as I was saying, that's part of it, and that I've bitched about before. But I think what I don't like about it is kind of the the, the upfront cocaine swagger and aggressiveness and arrogance of this tour. And it's well documented. I mean, this is this is everybody's everybody's mired in um, addictions and 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 poor choices and things like that. They're still playing. I mean, Bonzo is insane, but he's crazy aggressive because he's coked the fuck out because everybody does massive fat rails before they go on stage. That's not Zeppelin's fault. That's what happened in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties and the two thousands. But um, I didn't like that. I didn't like that vibe. I had a really bad time with cocaine in the 80s myself, and maybe I just pick up on that a little. And uh, But this show, none of that. This show, start to finish, makes me smile. It makes me smile. And, and it sounds dumb, but there were times when cashmere kicked in. First of all, listening to White Summer, Black Mountainside, which we're not playing today, don't worry. First of all, I listened to it. And usually in 77, it's kind of, here we go. It's not as bad as 1980, 
But in 77, it's like, okay, White Summer, Black Mountainside. All right, skip. But I didn't because I listened to the whole show. And it was good. It had focus. It had drive. He wasn't just noodling around. He didn't run out of ideas. He didn't get lost. His fingers weren't sticky. He played very, very well. And it went right into Kashmir. And people died. And listening to Kashmir, I was blown away. I got, they had the magic. The magic hit me. And I was, oh my God, I love this band. I think I even yelled that out audibly in the house, which is thankfully empty. Um, So this show is great. If you like the LA 77 runs, you're going to love this show. If you love Led Zeppelin, you're going to love this show. If you love 77 in general, you're going to love this show. And it is one that even the diehards are familiar with and have heard. It's not a rare show by any means, but it's kind of, you know, it, it, it is, uh, it, it is outshined, outshone, outshone by, um, outshone. I don't know. It is, it is partly obscured by the majesty of its brethren, uh, the 21st and the 23rd. So it doesn't get as much love it's like the jan brady of the la run oh mark i would actually say that the 25th and the 27th could be yes yes everything that isn't the 21st and the 23rd is jan brady there are three jan brady's in this brady bunch it's okay but what i'm going to do i'm breaking this up into two parts because it's 77 and i'm playing you two songs tonight which total on their own 45 minutes of music so uh, it's going to be a two-parter because there's a lot I want to play from this show because it got me. And, you know, maybe it isn't the most amazing show in the world or, or head and shoulders above the others, but it got me. It's something about it caught my eye, you know, and uh, I couldn't look away. I hope you feel the same way. I do hope you feel the same way because you've got a hell of a lot of music to listen to if you don't. And if you don't like this, hey, pass it on. No worries. No, no, no blame. As the I Ching says, no blame. These are subjective. All of this is subjective. That's why it's hard to, you know, hard to declare things definitively when it comes to taste. And it's easy to get into fights because there's something in our brains that equates this ideological and uh, aesthetic territory it processes in our brains the same way that other animals process threats to their physical territory, which is why we get, like, if you're in a bar in Boston, you go, Red Sox suck. Well, you've got a fight on your hands. Because having an opinion and saying, I don't like the Red Sox, I do like the Red Sox because I'm from that area. But, um, you know, having that opinion can get you into a fight because that is processed in the noodle especially in a bar when drinking in the same way as if somebody came over and pushed you off your stool and sat in your chair that same kind of like what the fuck dude what the fuck so i try to stay away from absolute comments absolute statements about things like this because you you know it's much better to for me to say see right there I qualified it much better for me to say something like, you know, 
in my present state of mind at this time, this particular show delighted me to no end, and I would love to share it with you friends, rather than saying this show is excellent, and if you don't disagree, you're wrong. I mean, it's kind of, you know, everybody does that with, you know, videos and things like that. I'm right, you're wrong, but that's that's not the case. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Such is life. It's always disappointing, though, when somebody doesn't like something you love. People do that. People are like, hey, if you like Led Zeppelin, you would love, and then they pull something crazy out of the air. Like, you, you know, crazy Danish black metal. No, I wouldn't. No, 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 I wouldn't. Anyways, I'm starting to wonder. I'm going to get back in my lane. Let's listen to No Quarter, No Quarter. From June 26th, 1977 at the LA Forum. Enjoy it, friends. I'll see you back in 150 years. Jungle Jones, No Quarter.
awesome it was long it was ridiculously long they could have done all that in 15 minutes but they didn't that was part of also what 77 was about everything drawn out and indulgent but that was brilliant there was brilliance there and it wasn't like brilliant for 77 or jimmy was that was awesome start to finish and you know I'd say for the last third to quarter of that song, it reminded me a lot vibe wise and groove wise um, of the second night in Copenhagen, 79, July 24th, 1979, no quarter, which is also one I love. It's probably my favorite no quarter overall because it's nice and tight. It's like nine minutes long and I love it. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. That was wonderful. It's a very good recording. This is the, well, I should have prefaced this before you listen to 800 years of it. This recording benefits greatly from headphones, earbuds, whatever. Something so that you can immerse yourself in the atmosphere so you can hear clearly the stuff that doesn't necessarily translate through speakers that well, unless you've got an awesome sound system or you're listening to it in the car and you can play it really loud. But, um, because there's a lot of hi-hat work and some real subtle shit that jo- that uh, Bonzo's doing that I can't hear when I play it. See, right now I have my laptop hooked up to my TV and I'm playing everything through my TV. And I'm not hearing all that beautiful Bonzo magic. I'm hearing the, you know, the Bonzo. So avail yourself of some headphones. They're good. They're good for you. Remember when you were a kid and you'd listen to the big old fat cans, put on the records and listen to Pink Floyd and all that shit? You should keep doing that. It nourished your soul then. It'll nourish your soul now. And, you know, throw a hundred bucks or less into a decent set of headphones. 
If you want to know what to buy, I have a couple of recommendations for nice, not expensive, under $100 headphones, which are universally lauded and understood to be good. And um, even in the forums, the audiophile forums, which is what I did. I went into audiophile forums and looked for people's opinions of good starter headphones for entering into the audiophile life. And I got I got that because, you know, it's an AKG. I don't remember the model. But big old fat cans clomp over your ears. And it sounds amazing. There's stuff I hear that I can't hear in my earbuds. There's stuff in there I don't hear on my Grados. I had a pair of Grados, which are open back, that I've used for shit. I've been listening to Grados for 25 years and loving them. This is better than Grado, in my opinion. At least the ones I have. Um, so... Anyway, if you want to hit me up at mark at heartsofmarkness.com, I can give you some tips with my experience. It's like, here, this is what I get because you can get a million different things for a hundred bucks and all of them, a lot of them will be fine. Some of them will be garbage. Some of them will be good and only a couple will be really good. So I would tell you what I have found to be really good if you want. So hit me up if you want. Again, if you want, leave me alone. All right. But you just said hit you up. I know. I'm a man of cult contradictions. I contain multitudes. Am I still recording? Good, I'm still recording. I hit a button by mistake. All right, friendos. After that no quarter, they go into Ten Years Gone. A song that you know I love the aforementioned July 24th, 1979 version as my favorite and the best one ever. I stand by that. I like this too. Maybe maybe it's my second favorite for now. But I'm playing 10 Years Gone because it's a solid performance. It's mixed nicely. It has a nice vibe. It has a nice vibe. And Robert is putting soul into this show. Um, Next week I'm going to play Since I've Been Loving You. Because that, I do not like post-1975 Since I've Been Loving You. I don't. That latter day version, nah. But this one's awesome, so I hope you will like it. But you're not going to hear it till next week. So what am I talking about? All right, what are we playing? Ten years gone. Pull it together, Donahue. Pull it together. Sorry. I contain multitudes, but they're all fucking stupid sometimes. Ten years gone from the same date. It's the next song after No Quarter, so there's even continuity maintained. Well done. And that's, uh, you know, let's get the social media shit out of the way so that we can just say bye at the end. Uh, You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as Hearts of Heart of Markness. If you're interested, if you don't follow me, consider it. There's a Facebook group. Consider joining that. Bunch of good people. Really good place. No assholes. We do not tolerate assholes. But we also don't have to deal with them because nobody there is an asshole in the Facebook group. That's not the case with Twitter. A lot of assholes on Twitter, but that's okay. And YouTube, yeah, YouTube's just, I, I post the, the uh, podcasts on YouTube as well. If you want to listen to that, if it's easier for you to play the podcasts at work or, or whatever on YouTube, you can do that so you don't have to fuddle with your phone. You can also find my website, heartofmarkness.com, which is where I post the podcasts and where I post the links to download these shows in their completion. If you want this complete 
concert, you can go to heartofmarkness.com and look for June 26, 1977. It's chronological, so it'll probably be the most recent post, maybe. And uh, download it, heartofmarkness.com, heartofmarkness.com. And if you want to reach me other ways, like I said, mark at heartofmarkness.com is a good way to find me. Am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing something. Patreon. Yes, if you want to give me money for doing this, you are welcome to. If you don't want to give me money, you're also welcome to do that. This is a free podcast. No pressure. But if you love this and you love me or you love me or you love this and are a patron kind of person, avail yourself of, I got to stop saying avail yourself, patreon.com slash heart of Markness. That's me. Take a look at what I have to offer. If you feel like it, join up. One of the perks of being a patron is that you get your name read every week, unless I'm super high and winging it. And then I don't attach your name to that in case it turns out to be embarrassing. But that's not the case today. And what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to read the names of the Titans upon whose shoulders rests the Heart of Markness podcast. Oh, yay, oh, yay. All rise and offer a laurel and hearty handshake to Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne. Happy birthday, Wayne. Other day. Brad, Danielle. Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, Other David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo, whose only, only offense has been to have a name that is not standard in the North American experience, and therefore, instead of sounding completely neutral like David, Mark, Peter, Tracy, Mimo, another two-syllable set of words, Sounds sounds interesting to me, and I always have to say it, Mimo. So thank you for being a good sport, Mimo. And thank you for listening, everybody. And now, 10 years gone. It's very, very good. You will like it, I hope. Here you go. It's called 10 years gone.
the denim. when the band formed in 1968, um, which is probably before some of you folk were born. <laughs> Hang on, yeah. uh, We started with the first album by applying acoustic materials, things like Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. Your, your time is gonna come. And uh, for the second album, the things like Ramble On and... Uh, And there we have it. We've made it through another one. The 91st episode of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast, plus a million bonus episodes. Getting close to 160, actually, all told. So, yeah, I like this. I hope you like listening to it. Feel free to contact me if you have any questions, comments, concerns, lavish praise upon me, send me presents. Uh, whatever you want to do. I hope you have a good week. I will be back this weekend at some point to do the classic rock podcast that I do on the weekends. I don't know what that's going to be yet, although I have some ideas. Basically, I just see what the Mike Millard tape is and usually just grab that because there's a new Mike Millard release that comes out every week. And uh, I take it upon myself to evangelize St. Michael Millard's work because it's important to the heart and soul of humanity in my opinion. All right, friendos, we're over an hour. You've listened to two songs, and I am going to say good night. It is 4.10 in the afternoon because I got home from work a little early and just jammed this out while the sun was still up. All righty. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for supporting my podcast. And thank you very much for everything on Earth. Be good to yourself and each other, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.